Welcome back to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiba, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of creativity with you. Each week, I'm hashtag gifting you two episodes with ways you can become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best-kept industry secrets to creating content worth remembering. Sound good? All right, let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the goods. Each week, we're going to highlight some of the haps, the 411, the hot topics in the creative industry, in advertising, marketing, and influencer world alike. The purpose of this is to bring you into the conversations that go on within the culture of the creative industry, an industry that you're a part of, by the way. So I hope to inspire you, empower you, and invite you to have a seat at the table. Kabi LeMay reached 100 million followers on TikTok without saying a word. First of all, Wow, congratulations to Kabi. That is incredible. I've been following his content for a while now and I've always found it so clever, which is what it caused me to press follow in general. He's entertaining. And the most important part is that I think what I found so impressive is that he doesn't ever need to explain any of his ideas, which is what we in the advertising industry call a visual solve when you use like an image or a video or any other kind of visual to convey your idea in its entirety and get your point across without having to use copy to you know explain it any further and his content never feels formulaic to me either despite the fact that a lot of it has centered around you know (laughs) simplifying these like five minute crafts and life hacks that end up only hacking your life apart um it feels fresh. It feels fun. It feels cool. And I would highly recommend checking him out if you don't follow him already. Although, you know, 100 million followers is a lot. So you probably might be uh, one of those. He's all that. Let's talk about he's all that. He's all that. And the beginning of TikToker Addison Rae's acting career has launched on Netflix. Um, first of all, I didn't know she had an acting career. What do we think about that? Have you seen the film? Apparently, um, according to Netflix, it's number one in the US. But I don't I don't really know how accurate that is. Admittedly, I haven't seen the film, but I watched 20 seconds of the trailer and the acting was so terrible, in my opinion. Um, It gave me very much like Camp Rock PTSD, so I could not press play. But if you've seen it, let me know what you think. I do love the fact that they made this into like a spinoff of She's All That, if you've seen that movie, but they included like influencer culture and social media as like the staple of the film. Which I think that's really great advocacy for creators because I think part of it is that she's like making over some guy and using her influence on social media to like spread that message and impact people. So I think that's cool. And also using like an actual real life creator and casting them into the main role that kind of speaks for itself. So I think it's an awesome concept. But yeah, I definitely hope the acting improves down the line. So best wishes to that. (laughs) Um, and finally on this 
episodes the goods um although i don't really know how good this is but dolce and gabbana oh my god that show i don't really know what to think artistically was it beautiful sure was it cool yeah i guess they had nfts and stuff but it was put on by people who are active racists discriminating against women the lgbt community i mean stefano gabbana's instagram was just a shit show for so long and I even remember their really, really racist ads with the chopsticks that ultimately caused Beijing, Beijing and Shanghai to shut down the D&G stores. So the interesting part is that I keep up frequently with um, Louis Pisano, who is a diversity and fashion and pop culture creator. He also works at Harper's Bazaar, and he was covering the show um I don't believe he attended but he was just kind of you know sharing other people's posts and his opinions and his thoughts and it it really got me thinking on about a lot of about things and so he was sharing that in his opinion he thought this show kind of like brought up some interesting points of how many of the black indigenous people of color and female and LGBTQ celebrities that attended or were styled or performed in some way involved in the show were in some sense tokenized by the designers to kind of like reform their image and be like look we're not discriminating anybody like we have black friends right like that concept and I personally have never been a fan of D&G it's just not my aesthetic I think it's quite gaudy but their scandals have really just tanked their reputation in my opinion it's just not a, a brand that I would even if I did even like their aesthetic, I wouldn't consider purchasing from anymore. So I thought that it was interesting that other people also had this kind of similar thought that I had in the back of my head where it was like, are they like trying to showcase that they are inclusive? I don't know. What do you guys think? Have you partnered with Dolce & Gabbana? Did you attend the show? Do you like the brand? Do you feel like they are you know, moving towards kind of like a, a reform in the way that they accept other people? Or, or what do you think? Because I don't know, I have, a, I have my opinion, but I would love to know yours. So that is it for this week's The Goods. As always, DM me at Kate Mob with any thoughts that you have on this week's goods or submit noteworthy hot topics to be featured in future segments directly to this podcast. And you can go to anchor.fm slash kindlygifted slash message to submit a topic that you would like for us to discuss. So one of my biggest pet peeves in the creator industry is when people are sharing something they love, right? And for some reason, this typically happens on like video content, like stories and TikToks where you can be a little bit more candid. But anyway, the creator will organically talk about a product that they love, like literally just to share it and immediately will say, it's not sponsored though. Uh, literally, like, I bet you have a guilty face right now because I bet that you have done this. I know you've done it. I'm asking my FBI man to look at you right now, dead in the eye, through the camera, and we can see your guilty face. First off, the influencer industry is made up predominantly of women and we women specifically love to qualify our words right I do this all the time I bet you do it too oh my god this is gonna sound so weird but or I know this is random but or don't judge me but instead of just saying whatever the hell it is we want to say with no prior explanation so it's not surprising at all that we also say it's not sponsored but I just really love this thing and I use it every day even though 
Like, the instant-sponsored part is not at all necessary to say, right? So if the fact that our male counterparts don't qualify a damn thing before they say it isn't going to get you to stop qualifying your statements, then maybe this will. So that little, it's not sponsored, but seemingly innocent statement, right, is actually ruining the quality and the credibility of your sponsor content because it's implying that the products you share organically without a sponsorship are something that you love more than the products that you were paid to share or that you partnered up with a brand to share. And this registered with your audience on a subconscious level because it comes off as either you accept payments to advertise things that you don't love or give a fuck about or that your feed is just this land upon which any brand can fly their flag and or you're simply not confident in the ideas behind your sponsored posts. And this can all contribute to a decrease in trust from your audience, which will reflect itself in the marketing metrics that you're using and that your brand partner is using to track the success of the campaign, right? And these are things like, well, you already know, views and swipe ups and followers, engagement, you know, use of your codes, email signups, web traffic, et cetera, et cetera. So think about it like this. When was the last time that you heard a brand qualify their ads and give you a disclaimer that it's an ad? Mm, They don't. First of all, that'd be a very, very horrible use of their advertising budget. And most importantly, they trust that their product is that good, that they're solving a problem that their consumer has, that they're speaking to, you know, whatever pleasure and pain points that their consumer has. And they've come up with a great idea to connect with their audience and hook them and make them feel something on a deeper emotional level so that they'll be compelled to convert into a customer and then, you know, ultimately spread the word further about this brand or this product or whatever in a more organic way with people that they know or on social media. However, you have something that brands will never have and that's a true human presence reflected in everything that you do because you are a person. And brands, you know, of course there's this, aspect of humanizing brands and humanizing brand content, the things that brands do. And, and that's really important. I think that brands are doing a better job of that. But as an entity, they are not human. They have humans working for them. But as a, as a brand, it is not a, it's not a person. So if you've read my free ebook on how to create unboring sponsored content, which I was very reluctant to give away for free because it walks through my personal framework that I use as an art director to come up with ideas for for brands um then you're familiar with the mutual friend model that I frequently discuss in the ebook and I want you to place yourself in this mindset that you are friends with the brand that you're advertising for first of all you damn well should be because you're researching the hell out of these brands to create content on their behalf so you should know them inside out But you're also friends with your follower, something that, again, is harder for brands to achieve and it's because they'll never really have like a true human presence. So they have to work a lot harder because they're not a person as an entity, right? So as the mutual friend who sees a potential friendship between the brand that you're advertising for and your audience, do your job to connect them. 
spark this friendship by finding commonalities between them, right? So that they can then go on and build a friendship and relationship between each other independently of you. But your job is to connect them. You're the mutual friend. So act like it. Just like there's no need to tell your real life bestie, oh, it's not sponsored, but I really love Kate's podcast. (coughs) Wink, wink. Um, It's just as odd to introduce your organic recommendations online as like not sponsored, right? That's important to get your audience to trust you when you do end up sharing sponsor posts and sponsor content working with brands. Be confident that your community will enjoy a product recommendation that you make whether or not it's sponsored. There's no shame in this game when you are creating for brands that you love and that you can confidently introduce your audience to liaise this like friendship between both sides that then they can have independently of you. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.